going to talk about various security solutions, some of the talks from the Babacher Rebbe, and um, with regard to Eretz Yisrael. And this is sponsored anonymously in honor of our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael. So I would like to start off with a talk from the Rebbe with regard to the famous Antebi uh, operation in Tebi, um, which took place in 1976. And uh, without going into details, which I'm sure you know of, the 102 hostages were rescued uh, from Uganda. And the Rebbe mentioned in a talk, which was on July 11th, about a week or roughly a week after the Entebbe raid, that what happened was against way of nature and it made no sense. And normally the way that Israel security forces work is that they get briefings and, 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 and discuss it with their friends and dis- different uh, countries and get, the, and, and get a green light perhaps to do certain uh, missions and then do it. But here they didn't make any calculations with any other uh, countries and they did it solely on their own without consultation, without permissions, a risky mission. And of course, Hashem gave them a, a uh, victory which had no way of rationalization because of course Hashem is kol yachol. Hashem is able to do anything. I want to mention also there was a talk from the Rebbe in um, Parshas Bereshis. This was in 1969, where the Rebbe quoted the Gemara in Sanhedrin on Ayin Beis Medalif 72a. If a person's coming to kill you, you go and you, you eliminate them first. And of course, the ruling that comes out from that Gemara is in a situation when one indeed knows what is going about. The person is trying to kill them. So you have to get and kill them first. It has to be clear what the intent is. Once you realize that his intent is to kill you, you don't have to wait until he approaches you in combat. Rather, you preempt them and eliminate him. And this idea is clear, says the Rebbe, when your various you know, terrorism goes on in Eretz Yisrael, when they're coming towards you, you don't need to you know, question their motives when we see what has been as, as always was. And therefore, there needs to be that fulfillment of the, uh, of the, of the rule. There's also a talk from the Rebbe, which was... <clears throat> was in Parshas Bereshis 1970, in which the Rebbe mentioned, of course, from the first Rashi on Parshas Bereshis, where Rashi mentions, why do we, from Rebbe Yitzchak, quotes, uh, why is it that the first mentioning of the Torah is about Hashem creating the earth, it should have been, that it should mention uh, the mitzvah, the first mitzvah for the Jewish people, which is, that this month will be for you, for Right, and that we should know how the, the laws of Rosh Chodesh. After all, the Torah is a book of laws. Why does it start off with with the, the creation of the world? And Rashi famously quotes that the Torah could have indeed started off with that. However, it's to t- teach us that when He created the whole world, He gave it to 
various nations, including the land of Israel. Originally, it wasn't given to the Jewish people. And when he decided who, that he's going to give it to them, he also decided later he's going to give it to B'nai Yisrael. And just like he uh, gave it to them, he can also choose to give it now to B'nai Yisrael, to the Jewish people. And the Rebbe says that when we say it with conviction, a Gentile will immediately accept it. When we hesitate on the, on, the, on the veracity of it, when we're not you know, mentioning what the Torah's perspective is, then, of course, if it's by us a doubt, how can it be accepted by others? Where does it say in the Torah that, the Torah, that, that Hashem gave the land of uh, Israel to the Jewish people? It says it, first of all, in the Brisbane of Basarim, the covenant of the pieces in, in, in Bereshis, in chapter 13, Pasuk 15, that uh, I'm going to give you the land, uh, to you I'll give it. And also it says in Perak uh, 15, Pasuk 8, Zarcha I'm going to give it to your children. So we see that the land of Eretz Yisrael was given to the Jewish people, and that should be the vocal point of why the land of Israel belongs to the Jewish people. Simply, that is what Hashem wants. And if we say with enough conviction, everyone will understand and accept it. There's also an interesting uh, halachic ruling that the Rebbe would quote in various sikhas. Now this halachic ruling was a grand rabbinical council that took place in 1936. In the grand rabbinical council that took place in 1936, the rabbis and the Rebbe quoted from this, they made um, a, an inference from the Shulchan Aruch in the Laws of Shabbos, it's found in Shin Chavtes, chapter uh, 329, in um, Vav, Sivav, and Alt Rebbe, where it says that if Goyim are coming on the Jewish cities, so if, if, if they're coming on for money, to steal money or the like, we don't necessarily mechal the Shabbos for that, if it doesn't pose any danger. But if they're coming on to harm Jewish people or the like, even if they're just coming, but we assume that's their intent, and we're afraid that it could lead to uh, going uh, and killing or, or harming Jewish people and the like, even if it didn't, they didn't yet do that, we go out with them with our weapons and the like, and we mechalo Shabbos. And if the city, which the Jewish people are at, where the goyim are coming to them, is near their boundaries, even if they, these goyim don't want to come, but only for taking simple stuff like tevin and kash, simple like stutter and, and, and straw, we can mechalo Shabbos, we need to, we can profane Shabbos, because maybe from us allowing them to be, we're being lax with them on our borders, what will happen? That the oyil kudua ir misham teharitz nochali kabish lifnem. They will be able to conquer the city, and from there will be easy for them to conquer in front of them, the rest of the land. Finish off, and of course there are so many more talks that I could mention, but we're just limiting it to a, you know, a few talks for this recording. And in this talk from the Rebbe, it took place in 1978, Moitzi Shabbos first day of Elo. And in it, the Rebbe mentioned that he spoke with a, a physician, uh, and he asked him the following. He says, our discussion, um, when we were discussing about the land in Erchisol, I said to the doctor, when you operate on a Jew, your intention is to improve his health. Now, since the operation is a serious matter, costing much health and blood loss, 
may Hashem protect us. Being that you are a merciful and intelligent man, perhaps you break up the operation into ten stages. If you first operate, only some blood will be lost. Wait for the area to heal. Operate the second stage until the, t- the tenth. When you finally reach the problem, you then remove the undesirable elements. That was basically what the Rebbe was asking, if that's how the way this physician does things. The doctor responded, do not take offense, but you are not qualified into medicine. I asked why. And he said, because the purpose of an operation is to remove the ailment. If a small incision is made and we wait for this to heal after a week, make a second incision until we do finally the 10th incision, the element remains embedded in the body and much blood is spilled. No benefit will be gained before the source has been removed. There is no choice but to operate in one single procedure. He will temporarily be weakened and more blood spilled, but ultimately less blood will be lost. The patient will be healed because the ailment has been dealt with. The Rebbe responded to this doctor, I am pleased at your view. And this should be the precise procedure applied to Eretz Yisrael. What is that? There's two options. One is to tell the opposing side that we'll not relinquish until uh, relinquish into your hands the land of Israel. Since he will be offended, we will take no action against terrorists. We will wait a week or so, etc. You get the idea. And then the Rebbe says, but the second option is, in one single operation, you take out all the terrorists and be rid of them. Not all hundreds of thousands of Arabs are terrorists. They are relatively few. The rest of the inhabitants are not preoccupied with terror. They just want to live in peace. In Lebanon, those that create the turmoil are a small minority who murder tens of thousands. May Hashem protect us. The same is true of terrorists in Israel. There are a small number in the old city of Yushalayim in Hebron, Shechem, and Lod uh, who create terror. The government knows who they are and are able to deal with them. They don't want to deal with it. So the Rebbe goes on to say that you, to, to take out the problem, you can't do it in 10 surgeries. You've got to do it in one large thing. And that, that is the approach, really, to deal with any t- in this case as well. And I believe that is, you know, what, it, what they're trying to do. And I know that Hashem, a lot of people understand these ideas and they don't totally agree with them. And we have to give in to Bezot Hashem to get the job done and also to, of course, protect the soldiers and it's uh, something that we need a lot of siyata dishmaya, and it should be through our tefillahs, our prayers, and everyone who can help, benefish, b'moynam, gufam in any way, and be'ezus Hashem, b'nesati shalom ba'aretz, v'in machrit, right, that Hashem will place peace in the land, and of course, with the coming Mashiach, we'll have the, the peace that will never have any uh, disruption after that.